Welcome back to Culture Hang with me, Hannah. And me, Holly. Where we talk about popular culture from now, yesterday, or very Tomorrow! Fu- yeah, if we can foresee it, we will say it. We sometimes do predictions. Yeah, we do. And they are right all the time. Um, social media is in the description. I won't linger on it. Just check that out. Go Come say that. hi. Come say hi if you want. Go to one. There's links to everything else. There's a link tree on both Twitter and Instagram. So you can check that out. Um, you can leave us a quick review if you want. If you're on Spotify, it's literally easy. You can do like a five-star system. Only like five an stars. Uber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know when you get out an Uber and the Uber driver's like, I'll give you five stars. And I'm like, I'll give you five stars too. Because it's just courtesy yeah it makes the world but i get we can't give that five stars back but if we could we would um (laughs) there's also a link to patreon in the description i believe indeed what's that about there's a lot going on over there we have Mm. over a year's worth of content we do two episodes per month bonus episodes we do celebrity corner where we talk about a celebrity or a couple or a situation or a time and we don't really have enough to talk about them for a full episode we talk about great people over there. Julia Fox is coming mm. to mind. Uh, we talked about Phoebe Bridges. We've we talked, talked about, about Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe was last We've month. really got our finger on the pulse. Everyone's <laughs> been asking, what is Daniel Radcliffe doing? And we've got the answers. We will tell you over yeah. on Patreon. Actually, it is, that episode is wild and I would really <laughs> recommend it because just he's doing bizarre things. He's so got unexpected. so many like side quests that we yes, don't know about. Exactly. Mm. And I'm really glad that we delved into them. Yeah, very interesting. We also do Bad Book Club where we read normally free fiction, but if they're not free, they're really cheap usually. Yeah. Um we've actually we've delved more into paid books in the yeah. past couple of months. Um we've done a Colleen Hoover book. We have. Ladies and gentlemen. Um so if you want to hear us dissect Verity head on over there but the rest of the books we've done are free they're considered trash but they're not trash we just we love, love them. them yeah um, we might delve into some more tiktok specials i think we enjoyed that and i think it's fun to be I think outraged that fits the trashy <laughs> genre for sure well i don't want to be controversial right off the bat but i do think tiktok books do fit into the the trash bracket um, I mean, I like that. Though, yeah, in a I good like way. I like trashiness. So, like, yeah. I don't think that's controversial because I would say yes, and that's <laughs> why I like it. That's the brief. Yeah, that's the brief. It fits the brief, and I enjoy it because the whole point of Bad Book Club is we like it. It keeps us sane. Yeah, for sure. I don't really like good books. I think that they. <laughs> I don't. I think they think they're too good for the world. Like, you know, when you. I actually thought about this recently because someone told me, and we'll get onto the podcast in a second. Someone told me they'd been to see a film. Okay. And it was, I can't remember what film it was, but, it, you know, it's like one of the films with this sort of Oscar buzz and stuff like that. And they came out and they were like, I didn't get it. Like, I, that <laughs> film was boring. Nothing happened and I didn't get it. And my first instinct was, oh, you probably didn't understand it. And then after that, I was like, <laughs> no, do you know what? That's what Maybe everyone the says. film was bad. Everyone says that. Like, all the critics are like, oh, yeah. when you read into Cerebral. it. Cerebral. Sometimes I don't want to read into things. No. Sometimes I just want the most basic plot. And I don't want criticism for that. No. I cannot be bothered with every film, book, or like TV show I watch to have to unpack it. It's yeah. so much effort. Do you know what is good for... I mean, it's kind of deep, but it's also like perfect in itself. The new Puss in Boots film. Really? Yeah. I've heard good things. It's surprisingly really, really good. One of the reviews says the best Shrek film since Shrek. Which isn't true, because that would be Shrek 2. <laughs> Indeed, so, yes, that already happened. But, like, sometimes you just want that, and they're good. 
I'm not going to pretend otherwise. No. Well, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. No, we, yeah, welcome back. If you've been here before, you're probably used to us going on tangents like that. And I apologize (laughs) in advance. There'll be many more. Um, If you're new, once again, apologies. The tangents will continue. This is who we are. Um, But one thing we like to start the podcast with is just um, pop culture from this week. And then we go into the main pop culture that we're talking about, which may be a big bit of pop culture that happened this week. So yeah, fleshed think, out. Yeah, fleshed out. So we're not forgetting things. Sometimes we are. <laughs> what? Like, there's time that we fully forgot that, well, we didn't realise Kanye had got married. Yeah, that was last week, wasn't it? That yeah. Was, that was quite a biggie. That was biggie. We didn't even realise that happened. <laughs> that was random. <laughs> but yeah, no, this week, um, I've been very happily seeing a lot about Pamela Anderson. Nice. Um, because she's got a memoir and a netflix documentary yeah. out i would be interested in watching the documentary i would be but the thing is i'm happy with this because i'm happy she's getting her story out yeah to combat pam and tommy which Very um so. she did not consent to any of it and that's made me think more we did an episode on it you can listen to it if you want because it gets all our thoughts out on it but yeah i was i always thought that was a little bit in bad taste um, really bad taste yeah and that's kind of confirmed as far as I believe in this documentary. Yeah. But then I feel like sometimes we go too far the other way because Pamela Anderson is also not perfect. I feel like in the Pam and Tommy situation, very much on her side. Yeah. But did she not... She not the one that was like, me too isn't... She said something about me too. She did. She um, forgives people like Hugh Hefner because she had a good experience with him. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean... I think have full sympathy for Pamela Anderson because her yeah, situation... Of very specific and awful but also i don't know don't glorify her too much as well because no one should be glorified because people make no. mistakes exactly yeah everybody has those days i don't really know exactly because i don't really know what my point is there but it's no, just but to I, make people aware i guess i think it's it's the pendulum swinging thing and i don't really think there's a lot of space for nuance when there is actually so either it's yeah. like oh pamela anderson is like not the villain in the story, but it was Pam and Tommy was told from Tommy's point of view. Right. So much so that, like, she didn't agree with, like, the presentation. Yeah. And she didn't want that time of her life to be dramatised that way. Yeah. Even though Lady James was like, I kept, like, knocking on her door and, like, I just wanted to talk to her. I hope she's proud of my presentation. It's like, no, because were... she's telling everybody she didn't want this to happen. So, obviously, yeah. there's, like, she's been the victim in that situation. Yeah, for sure. And it's also dramatizing like a really bad time of everyone's life at yeah. that point, and people being gross and weird, and like men and being her gross and weird in the world, and like yeah. that is gross. But then I always find it difficult to comprehend when then you don't, you kind of condone the gross treatment of other people. Exactly, it's quite and, and not also, focusing on that. Yeah, mainly because I've I've since then seen so much hate on like Lily James, who was not the main person involved. Like, yes, she was. She played Pam, and she probably shouldn't have. But there was other people involved in that yeah. show and I see so much hate targeted at her specifically and I'm like, yeah, she's not perfect either but I don't think she's this big villain that you're making her out to be. She's an actor. like She's an actor. How many how many actors have done things that we don't enjoy? Yeah, exactly. And she took a role and people, you know, applauded her for it at the time. Because of the transformation, quote unquote. And people then dressed up as it for Halloween. Yeah, it was like the biggest Halloween costume. Like, that's there. what I had more of an issue with that because I'm like, you watched that whole show and came about like power couple. Yeah, about and like he's abusive. Yeah, like and, he like, went he, to prison. Yeah, for it. yeah. 
So I don't know. It's a complex situation. I'd be interested in people's thoughts. I'm very I'm interested in the documentary because I would love yeah. to hear her thoughts, and I'm really glad she's getting her voice out there. Yeah, because I think that's that's the other swing of it. So it's like, yeah. well, she's got a voice now. She's also getting some of the money to monetarily yeah. like compensation because that's how we operate in the world it's yeah. like you've been done wrong here's some money for how you've been done wrong but like you said i think like within that it's immediate like glorification of somebody and being yeah. like icon icon and i think she is an icon in lots of ways and like the way we talked a lot yeah. about her activism which doesn't get talked about and the impact on like fashion and pop culture yeah like of she's been she like vilified for so many yeah. things and the way she talks and the way she looks and the way she dresses and everything but i definitely think you can nobody's perfect and yeah it's just nice to recognize that like i I think my point is more don't go like throw all this hate on lily james now for portraying because she said yeah again no one is perfect i don't think she should have done that and also i think this argument of like well we we went to pam and she just didn't respond it's not really evidence i think sometimes when people don't respond like that's the whole thing that's the silent treatment is that someone's not happy (laughs) not a new concept with silence yeah that's very common anyway complex probably too big of a topic to cover right now but like it's interesting in terms of the documentary itself yeah um it needs more of an in-depth look and i don't really know how she's presenting everything within the documentary yeah Yeah, because we haven't watched it yet no um, not time it's a lot <laughs> people are immediately watching these things how do you have time there's like 20 things i need to watch there's only 24 hours in the day oh well we'll get to that <laughs> and i just don't have time um so just two very small things um one i didn't see until i like researched it a little bit so ellen and portia had a vow renewal which i think is really an interesting pr thing because i feel like the last time i saw it they were breaking up or something there was always rumors that they were like weren't actually yeah. fully together but again we'll never know we don't know these things but my favorite thing about it mm. is that chris jenner was the officiant and i just He's think like good. chris should just be an officiant like if she wasn't the momager yeah wouldn't she just be the best officiant that like she also the best be. and the worst officiant because yes. doesn't on the early season she officiates her no doesn't don't they keep hiring that man to officiate oh yes yeah, like, the I man i can't remember his name but he's, so, he's, he's got, got such got, a like, weird really hairstyle intense highlights <laughs> i can't remember his name but he's so it's like pastor greg or something pastor it's not greg that, yeah but it's something random like that and, you're and like, he, offici- pastor greg, he yeah. officiates every definitely random chloe, event they yeah. have <laughs> chloe pastor and- greg show. it's definitely not pastor greg but it's something like that yeah imagine if it was i, I know so she's been taught by the best person yeah so definitely i just think it instantly makes the wedding a bit more the val renewal sorry a bit more room yeah classy a bit more chic i do support val renewals because i think if you're going to be married for a long time you gotta spice things up by doing another party <laughs> doing it all again <laughs> yeah like, fuck you we're all still together yeah we're still going <laughs> I just think you have to. Yeah. It's just the only way. Otherwise, it's understandable. Just, it's a long slog without it. That's life, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Hannah's view on marriage. Long slog. <laughs> long, it is. A without a lot slog. of parties. Yeah. Long slog. Yeah, if you get you your party get all the presents. early days, then, like, what the hell are you going to do for the rest of your life? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Long slog. Yeah. Try and combat it. Speaking of marriages, um, David Harbour and Lily Allen have her new architectural digest yes. of their Brooklyn townhouse. And everyone's like, why is Lily Allen talking like that? Um, oh, because she's not that. putting on her, when she was 22, uh, 
<laughs> future look bright. I don't think she sounded like that for a hot minute. She's I, never sounded like not that. Listen to her. Like I've seen mm. her interviewed in the past few years. I swear she's not sounded like that. No, she doesn't sound like like that, no. She also, was putting it on. I really enjoy this architectural design. I um, love this house. Can I just say? I missed David Harbour's bachelor pad. I really like. What that. happened to his New York one? Because yeah, it was beautiful as well. Yeah, no, that was such a nice little flat he had. With all the like bookshelves yeah, and the, the toilet, the, the man bathroom, knows how to yeah. Do a toilet, like <laughs> I don't know. I love him. This one is very granny chic, whereas Which I think I the like. other one was a bit more like also, mid-century classic. They seem very in love which is quite nice very lovely like she laughs at all his she's jokes. very giggly she's very giggly <laughs> actually too giggly but like you know when <laughs> like he's telling jokes does. that aren't that funny <laughs> but like it's nice that someone laughs yeah that or she's awkward and she's just laughing because she's one of those people that laughs at everything yeah when which it's... is what i do yeah when i'm too. talking to someone and they just saying anything i'm like <laughs> <laughs> can you believe yeah and yeah, I, yeah. i'm sorry if that's you that I've laughed at and not meant it. But it's to save awkwardness. <laughs> it's to save faith. Yeah. But I, yeah, I do really, I really like yeah, nice. the look of that townhouse. Mm-hmm. Some people thought it was overwhelming, but yeah. If you don't like florals, it's not it the is house for you. <laughs> yeah. But I really liked it, yeah. Yeah, me too. Anything else? That was it. Let's move on. Because there is a topic that also happened within the past few weeks. I don't actually know when it happened. Beginning of January? Molly May had a baby. She had the baby. With Tommy. Um, Tommy! So we're going to look at Molly May. I think interesting to just start with um, how this baby being born was told to the world. Because I find this so funny. And I know people... It's going to be controversial, but I find this funny. It is funny, though. Jake Paul. <laughs> which is never good when you when you say something funny. You start Jake a Paul. sentence with Jake Paul. Never good. Um, I don't like Jake Paul. But what do you mean? You're his number one fan. Actually, I am his you number one fan. You never stop talking about Jake Paul. I love Jake Paul. Um, <laughs> do you remember when Shane Dawson tried to convince us that Jake Paul's a sociopath? Yeah. Wasn't that random? Like, that he was just young and stupid and, like, not, you know. Has no moral compass. Doesn't yeah. mean that he's a sociopath. <laughs> he's, like, putting this scary music on it. He's... It's, it's like, just, whoa, that's so scary. This is what happens when you give any young boys, like, power or any young people in general. Yeah, they like, can't have it. a credit card and a house yeah. for them, like, a mansion to themselves and then just, like, a massive amount of endorsement. It's just not right. Anyway, so Jake Paul, as he is now, is boxing, um, YouTube boxing, and <laughs> Tommy Fury is also a boxer. Yes. Mm, but we never really see it happen very often. <laughs> um, so for ages, Jake Paul has been calling on Tommy to fight. He's like, Tommy, 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 you've got to fight me. Anyway, that's not how Jake Paul sounds, but that's the sort of situation <laughs> we're in. And Tommy, in all fairness, does appear to be giving a lot of excuses. Like, I can't. Yeah. Um, so last week, two weeks ago, Jake Paul puts up a tweet post thing. <laughs> And it's like, enough's enough, Tommy. Baby's born now. We've got to fight. And then that's how we all found out that the baby was born. Unbel- the funniest thing about that is the fact that in the silent world of celebrity, yeah. 
Jake Paul was one of the first people to know that she'd had the baby. Yeah, I feel like, so, yeah, <laughs> like, such a good point. Like, why did they tell him? Why did, who told like, Jake Paul? Did, I'm thinking, like, does Tommy have, like, chat? a private Instagram that these people are... But why oh, is, maybe. Why is Jake why Paul, is Jake Paul <laughs> finding out? Like, I'm so confused at the whole situation. Anyway, people are getting quite upset because they're like, it's so unfair. And yeah, it probably is unfair. Um, but we didn't she have was, to... She was trying to get her Kylie Jenner moment yeah. and have like the big... But also... We didn't wait long to get the picture no. of them in hospital post-birth though. It's like a week later, I think. So they didn't... It might be even less. Like, I don't yeah. think it was very long. So, you know, yeah, privacy-wise, probably not great if she was trying to keep it private for a bit. But it is quite a funny situation. It's very funny that it's Jake Paul. Yeah, because why did he know? Why did he know? Who told him? Who told, it doesn't <laughs> I make hope any sense. Whoever told him got fired. Like, did Tommy message him as soon as the baby was born and was like, Jake, you'll never guess what? Like, what I'm a dad now. I'm a dad. <laughs> I'm a dad, Jake. Well, it does kind of bring us back to it because ever since then, yeah. so Jake Paul has been doing lives and in one of them, <laughs> of someone asked him, do you think you should apologize for mentioning Molly May's birth announcement? He said, yeah. no, she should pay me for giving that baby more clout. That's... It's not funny, is it? At the end of the day, it's not funny. But it also is a little bit. It tickles me a little bit. Just a little bit. And then, like, after he leaked the news, um, somebody said to him, like, yeah, you basically, you leaked it for everything. And he went, did I do that? I leaked it. Oh, shit. My bad. Sorry, Tori. D- d- I'm sorry, Tommy, but don't worry. I won't tell anyone the gender or anything like that. Well, that's um, nice. But also, why did he know? Why did he know? Why, like, who... I d- also did we all know I kind of feel like I feel like I knew for a while that it was a girl maybe I didn't maybe that was just you being intuitive I just well <laughs> I just think if you'd ask most people I think they would have guessed it was going to be a girl do you okay. not think I think most people would have guessed I don't know I can't imagine Molly May with a son that's not a comment on gender it's just <laughs> I just can't see it I can see her with a little girl it is a girl isn't it yeah well it's hard to tell um in all fairness, it is quite a gender-neutral name that they've gone with. It is, because isn't Bambi a boy in... Um, I have no clue. The dis- I think Bambi's a boy. Also, so it's called Bambi. Yeah. This was the, the next announcement. Which, pro, is a gender-neutral name. Yep. Khan. It's a Dia's name. <laughs> and also, at some point, an adult will be going by Bambi. You, what do you sort on it to? Bam B? Bam. From the Flintstones. Bam, bam, yeah, it's another That's cartoon quite cute. kid baby, isn't it? B. B. B is quite nice. Ba. B. I think B. Queen B. And then they can, like, she's going to shout Bambi a lot. Bambi! Literally. Oh, poor Bambi. <laughs> poor Bambi. And anyway, actually, not poor Bambi, because I'm sure Bambi is having a lovely few, first Probably few the most of existence. luxurious life, and it's only been alive for like two weeks. But or Molly something. did put out a picture of the baby's room, and in all fairness, it's it's very white. Um, not the baby, the room. But also, <laughs> yeah. Also the baby. <laughs> and it's also, for some reason, the crib is like a as many people have pointed out a f- like a fridge f- drawer <laughs> um it looks like she put it in the fridge drawers you know, the, like, like the fruit jo- yeah. yeah it looks like that <laughs> so a lot of people are like why is the baby in that molly so it's somehow futuristic this room mm, wow. interesting lacking all color that you would hope for a kid's room well people don't really have like base maybe i'm just well, I am uneducated in 
the world of babies but like you don't really have like plastic acrylic um bassinets after the hospital no Maybe so it's interesting <laughs> that she's like no. taken the the vegetable drawer from yeah, the double fridge she's put the baby in it she's like oh it's like it's in hospital and i know that will have been like grands like thousands and oh, thousands yeah. of pounds of an expensive basin <laughs> for an acrylic box oh it's so bad <laughs> and uh, it's i get so many tiktoks i've for some reason on the tiktok of like safe sleep for babies <laughs> which i know is wrong but it's made me terrified for if i have a baby because well, yeah, well, they die sid sudden in- yeah. infant death so they syndrome. die if so if they're sleeping in a particular situation yeah i'm gonna have to put a trigger warning for this but if they're sleep i don't know what it is but if they're sleeping in a certain position yep. they can lose oxygen it's awful isn't and it? they just die and it's horrible yep it's not only have you just gone through like the horrors of childbirth yeah, and childbearing like, and all of that a, stuff. A worry in your and brain. And then it's out in the world in the first like yeah. however long and you're worried that it's just gonna So I'm sure this is super safe, but I've become overly conscious about what babies <laughs> are sleeping in. And I'm like, is that safe? Is that like certified a safe sleep box? Yeah. I'm sure it is. Fridge draw. Fridge draw. Anyway. But no, i do also think it's quite funny. It's not funny, again that Tommy Fury's already moved out to start his training for Wait, Jake Paul what? fight. Why? Yeah. For Jake... <laughs> uh, just don't have a baby. That's what I would say. If you're going to move out immediately once the baby's born, yeah. don't have the baby. <laughs> so, he Tommy Fury tells BBC Newsbeat, I've got my soul sight focused on Jake Paul at the moment. What? Why is your soul sight not on the baby that's just been born? <laughs> what? Um, he said his family was far more important than a boxing match, but insisted his personal life wasn't going to affect his training. <gasps> Did he just not want the baby? <laughs> so he literally, I think I looked at this up yesterday and mm. it was like <laughs> the day before he was like, I'm living in hell now because I'm not living with my family. And They're like, just... they've just had the baby and he's like left Don't to train. Them. Surely like... that mansion has a gym. What? Yeah. And why does he have to leave today? why does he have to leave how much training like surely he sleeps why why can't he sleep there <laughs> he doesn't sleep when he trains why can't it's what i just am baffled by that like molly, it's so molly weird May, I, we will obviously criticize molly may to a certain extent where valid in this podcast yeah but molly you are better than this man he is like if She's I have already been abandoned. Work, working 24 hours a day and now she has to fit a child into that and she had no help. Well, I'm sure she does. I Well, I did think, I was like, oh, that's actually, I feel sad if she's sad about that because I'd be sad about yeah, that in that situation. Yeah, I think she probably is sad. Yeah, because of the conversation she was having with interviewers before. Yeah. Some oh, would call it an interview. Didn't she? When yeah. he was saying like, um, she was like, oh, is he really excited to be a dad? And she's like, well, like, he forgets because he's not there and he's training so much. How much training does he need? For Jake, Jake Paul, Paul, just lamp him. I don't, I don't want to be mean to Tom Fury, but I don't think that he really got the fighting gene that the rest of his family got. <laughs> I just don't think he did. And he's just trying. Yeah. I'm, why now? Try in a year. I know. I know what is I do what feel is sad the time for her. There, there is criticism of Molly May, but like, she's only 23. She's younger she's than just, us. I That's, know. That, I've never, I hated it. Right. I looked at it on the Wikipedia before her birthday. Was, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> she's younger than me. Like, can you imagine someone our age, just like one of our friends having a yeah. baby with their 
Their I partner mean, I was just say like long disappears. term partner, but it's not that long term. Couple of year partner. They met in twenty nineteen. So is that long enough to decide? three years? Four years? Three, is that That's long not long enough time. To no. Have a baby with someone. Um, Absolutely. I guess not. The, sometimes these things work out, but then for them just to leave, I just feel like if that was happening to my friend, I'd be like, <sighs> no, don't let him back in the house. So she was twenty. Well, I think they might actually be the same age. So like they were yeah. both twenty when they met have been living together since and now have a baby that's no yeah it's not it's too soon i know that this sort of thing works out for some people but in my head i wouldn't advise it (laughs) yeah i wouldn't advise it yeah like you said we're the same age well isn't even fully developed no and now she's like had a baby with this guy that keeps running away to fight people which when you put it that way it's not ideal. I, mean, I know it's like a profession. Say, it, no it offense to all the boxes. Out, but also, it does work out for people. But oh, I just hope. She's I hope. All the I hope she has so much help that, like, because sure, like, I know we were joking about a couple of weeks ago that, like, it's going to be the most nannied baby that's ever existed. Also, it might not be because I'm sure her parents. I don't know what her situation is with her parents, but they're probably there to help. I think a lot of yeah. people's parents. I mean, a house is massive. The least they could do is move in for a little bit. Yeah. She's got a sister. Maybe they'll all maybe yeah. Tommy's family will um come and help out of it. Hopefully. I hope so for her cuz I think like she's going to I don't think she'll take very long not working. No. Because her life is constantly working. I guess we'll get on to that. Um and her workaholic nature. <laughs> Molly May. Also, Molly May's. Both her parents are police officers. Don't you find that quite rogue? Yeah, she doesn't really give off. Although maybe she does give off the vibe of. Do you think she'd stop people? Eh, excuse me. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> well, I just know the only other person that I know that both parents were police officers was teeny tiny little blonde woman. So oh, I okay, think, so you think the is... children of police officers. Like, if you've got two police officer parents. Yeah your child is like this really kind of like lovely blonde yeah. girl that's just like breezing through the world. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. I guess. Well, okay. She fits a stereotype. She fits apparently. a stereotype that you have got. <laughs> One of two. Very bizarre stereotype <laughs> that you've picked up in your head, but I it, at least it's not negative. Yeah. Um, if your parents are police officers, let us know if that fits the bill. <laughs> I don't think I know anyone with police officer parents, so I can't, I can't support you. Well, hypothesis. I only knew one, so. Well, now you know two. Well, you know of to. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Molly May has not fully avoided controversy, I think we can say. For a very short career, because she's so young. But to some extent, she has always managed to bounce back, and she's always had yeah. um, supporters throughout it. I think some yeah. of the um, criticism has more grounds than other bits. Other bits yeah. I put down to being young and inexperienced. Um, for example, there's quite a few based around um, not properly doing ads on instagram <laughs> for some reason um, which i think at this giveaways point, and stuff like yeah that. this point in the game she there's no excuse for that i think like but is she the only one doing that she I won't think be but... i see this every day yeah and people are getting away with it because also the one mm. specific thing that she initially got in trouble for was that it couldn't be said for certain that the winner of this giveaway she'd done was chosen at random. But like okay. it couldn't be said for certain. Well, that's not like maybe damning. It's just, yeah, maybe it's just her. like a poorly run giveaway yeah. rather than it being cuz like when people do giveaways normally on Instagram, how do how are they chosen at random? Like I 
is someone also, is someone scrolling through the comments and just like closing their eyes and picking because like you can't say that that's entirely random on social media as well are i think by their nature quite exploitative because it's literally just a way of being like follow, <laughs> follow me follow follow, follow my friend free things but you never yeah. really get the free for all we know no one's getting the giveaway yeah I've... they could <laughs> that is not my number one qualm with molly may but i think she does it so often either someone at the advertising standards agency can't remember what the actual name is is it not that probably <laughs> sounds, sounds about right, I think that's it? about it either they it's some intern's job yeah to just look and out they know that they're gonna get a surefire i think they get commission commission on molly may yeah they're like if they can spot molly may i yeah, know other I know. people from love island <laughs> have been found out for love island it. is really bad for it i also yeah. feel like the only way is essex is a couple of people yeah. who've been pulled up for it, it so was. i think there's a couple of them that they must watch or it's like oh, do you know what it'll be it'll be what? people who are like 40 who don't really watch reality tv and yeah. they don't really understand what influencers are yeah. like how they make the money so they don't know where to begin so they're but they're like what's big right now the only way is essex and Love, Island. and Love Island. So that that's who they target, and that's why they end up like pulling them up for it. <laughs> Do you remember what was that? You know that South African YouTuber, Casper Lee. No, but his friend, and he does loads of little pranky things. He did the one with Katie Hopkins where he put. Oh, that man! Yeah, I he's can't blonde. His I don't know. Name. He's ginger. Maybe I don't know who we're talking right, about. Right? Okay, but he. I think it was him. If it wasn't him, he was. So, it was someone. <laughs> How many of people that... are pranking Katie Hopkins? <laughs> no, he definitely did that. But there was another prank which potentially was him potentially wasn't him but if it wasn't him it was part of that same crowd okay who sent out people will know what i'm talking about i just can't remember it specifically they spent they sent out to influencers this rock that oh, they said I was remember. you remember this they yeah, said yeah, yeah. was from the moon yeah the amount of celebrities that were like look at this and immediately <laughs> like endorsing this thing and being like this is from the moon <laughs> and i swear it was like people from like love island and things yeah. like that they just yeah. know how to, i think they're just sent stuff so often and they're just so willing to endorse it. Yeah. Which is a problem. Don't just endorse <laughs> stuff, because then you get in trouble. Yeah. And, and also, it's just really <laughs> exploitative. Um, but in all fairness to Moime, with only 24 hours in a day, it is quite difficult to um, know when you are breaking the rules of advertising and when you're not. <laughs> but you would hope that there's like, she would have a team. She's, you would, wouldn't you? You would hope at this point in the game <laughs> that she has like an advertising team or like a marketing team. Just somebody that is like checking her posts before she posts them. Yeah. But maybe she's just got a team of interns who are even younger than her. And bear in mind that she is 22. Mm-hmm. No, 23. 23. And nobody is actually checking because it's like kind of the wild west and we're also in this really interesting point where things move on faster than they can like legislate um for certain things and like the kardashians have been also fined for these kinds of things and And in america it's a bit more black the all the ads that the kardashians did a couple years ago and the giveaways like slimming and waist trainers lollies that they were doing and it was like you haven't used these. These no. are not things you've used. Like, I don't know. I, I don't really think that there's a way to truly ethically do that sort of advertisement through influencers. Um, just so- going to say hashtag ad. <laughs> well, so you can tell. Like, I don't know if it's just because we've been brought up on the internet, but... That's what I'm saying. Like, I swear yeah. I'm on TikTok and I'm scrolling through and I'm like, you haven't said hashtag ad, but I'm 90% sure that this is an ad. Like, the yeah. way you're talking about this yeah. is very bizarre to me. Um... So let's find let's let's I think dive into the twenty four hours in a day. 
Yes. This was the biggest controversy, probably. Yeah. I also have a separate problem with um, this man's podcast, Uh, Stephen Bartlett. Bartlett. Yeah. I don't really understand where it's come from. I don't know what his credentials are. (laughs) He has... like a very big business oh right okay i'll take it back because i'm like why is it called a diary of a ceo like he is one well and that makes a bit more sense now <laughs> you just think this man randomly came i mean to be fair there is criticisms of his podcast but you thought this random man just walked up and went i'm gonna call my podcast this and i'm yeah. gonna interview people you can't trust anything these days that people are true. like i'm a millionaire he's one of the dragons on dragon's Den. oh gross is he yeah you genuinely do not trust Stephen Bartlett. I don't think I do. I don't also think that you know him. No. So that's fair. Why I would, would you all, trust him? I all don't I've done truly it trust him. Is from his the clips that keep getting shown to me on friggin' TikTok, and I'm like, I don't care about this podcast. Like, I, think I don't it's just care. One of those podcasts that if you're going on it, you will cry. You will cry. Like everyone who goes on Stephen Bartlett cries. Why? He, like, because he, they'll like say something. Like they, they could be joking. They could be like, ha ha ha, like self-deprecating joke. And then he okay. suddenly goes, yeah, but how do you really feel about that? And they will cry. So he therapizes yes, people? Yes, he's like, that's what he does. What? <laughs> this is <Yeah>. podcast. <laughs> no clue. No clue. <laughs> he has such rogue people on it as well. Like Maisie yeah, Williams was... was on it. But then again, she has business. Maisie Williams, um, GK Barry. Like, this is what I mean. This is why I'm like, I don't actually understand this. (laughs) I think he is the CEO and then he just does what he wants. And that's why it's Diary of a CEO. Having a chat. Yeah, but I'm not a big fan of it, to be honest. But then again, he's probably not a fan of us. (laughs) (laughs) So that's okay. Yeah, sorry, Steve, if you're listening right now. Yeah, he definitely (laughs) listens to us right up Stephen Bartlett's street, who is like a boy boss. He is a boy boss. He's a boy boss. He's a girl boss, boy boss. Anyway, so Diary of a CEO is where this occurs. Yes. She also, I think, says some reasonable things on this because she discusses... Maybe she... I really can't remember. But I remember at the time there was some clips coming out about her talking about having her fillers dissolved and stuff like that. And yes. I do think that there, she did have some insight on this whole filler situation yeah. that potentially wasn't the worst in the world do you know she was probably the first person i mean they were quite extreme oh well this is what she discusses on it that she had yeah. i think it was the filler in her jaw and yeah. she shows a picture and it's, it's like square jaw on someone that does not have a square <sighs> face because again i'm like when she was getting that done she was like 21 yeah i know I'm like that's a 21 year old like yeah. that's yeah that's a baby to me at this point is baby and, like she's just gone in and people have been like yeah more and more filler yeah yeah i don't know I do feel like her talking about filler and talking about how it's not always perfect yeah. when she has such a good, Im- like such a big influence, yeah. was not the worst thing in the world. I think that was probably semi-positive. Definitely, because yeah. I also think it then kicked off a bunch of other people who have also had filler talking yeah. about how they were possibly going to get it dissolved or um, had had it dissolved. Yeah. Like, so I, I do think there is something about people are very into de-influencing at the moment, which I just think is another but weird. So isn't trend. de-influencing just a form of Influence. influence yeah because it's like don't buy this buy this instead yeah and like you're still influencing yeah but i th- I think in that sense i think she started to she de-influenced filler because it was quite extreme because people then stopped getting filler but then they got boucle boucle fat removal that's not how you say it but people started getting things like that instead um yeah i'm not saying that she's completely no no i think you're right though i think she has like 
she has changed it and i think there's yeah. then less focus on filler and things like that but because it was all the kardashians back. yeah yeah so back, those people are getting this is it specific botox in their jaw or something like that i'm seeing know. loads of that and i'm like stop showing me this yeah i don't want it i don't like it i don't, I don't like looking it. at needles going into faces no i just don't like it in general um so yeah so she's on dio she's has one good thing about <laughs> yeah we haven't listened to the podcast i think that's probably clear but i think unless did you listen to the whole <laughs> I podcast didn't listen to um it. the clips were being shown i, I feel like no i feel like i've essentially listened to it yeah um the comments she made on it which we will read in a second were accused of being tone deaf there. My favourite ones are Thatcherite. Thatcherite, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Thatcherite. It's so funny. It's um, such a specific insult, particularly in um, this country. So anybody that's not from the UK, and I mean, we it's not like we shouldn't know, but our parents were growing up throughout it. So I feel like I was very aware of who Margaret Thatcher was growing up um, and how much she was unwelcome. <laughs> generally seen as a good thing but i think it's not that clear universally because i remember that i know someone who is not english i think they were georgian Mm. and they wrote in their personal statement um because they had not been in the country about how wonderful they thought margaret thatcher was as a girl boss yeah and then on entry into like living here was like oh i didn't realize that like (laughs) that's not how people feel i was like yeah Yeah. it's not the common view but there is this sort of thing in that margaret thatcher was essentially like the original girl boss she really was was, um first female prime minister yeah first female prime minister at a time when there was a lot of like good things for um, equality happening a lot of bad things as well but there was some good things happening we got the pill around the same time so yeah. there was some very big movement so to some extent when some people look back on it they they're like go boss queen yay yeah not many people but some people so and they keep making films about her like meryl street played her yeah random um but as a comparison molly may thatcherite not wrong like <laughs> because if we take it in the context of sort of an, an extreme girl boss yeah. doing things at the um detriment of other yeah. women and people yeah she very much is in the shadow of margaret yeah. margaret thatcher walked so molly, so molly may very much so because <laughs> honestly are we that far away from molly may mp era like, absolutely not not that far i think if she's politics do era. you know what if she was raised by chris jenner Oh, that would be, be her next this. step. Yeah, for sure. She would be doing... And still time because she's so young. She's 23. <laughs> she's <laughs> a baby with a baby. <laughs> for her to do a Kim K, go to law school. Oh my God. And then take her route into being an MP. Would not surprise <laughs> me if she does start something political. Not becoming an MP, <laughs> but she does have all those hours in a day. But essentially, what <laughs> the reason that she was called that's right, um was because she had a famous statement about there being 24 hours in a day and that she says i'm not doing an impression it's too long (laughs) you give them one life and it's down to you what you do with it fine fine start right yeah many people say that sort of thing you can literally go in any direction dot 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 so that dot 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 you know the drama's about to come (laughs) so for you to sit there and say we all have the same 24 hours in a day is not correct but technically what i'm saying is correct we do (laughs) i understand we all have different backgrounds 
and we're raised in different in different ways and have different financial situations but if you want something enough you can achieve it and it just depends to what lens you you go to get where you want to be in the future Mm. and then she goes on to say beyonce has 24 hours a day as well like beyonce i to start with was considering that her point was that yeah we do all have the same 24 hours in a day Mm. like because we do that's the only i thought that was the point she was about to make when she's (laughs) like but actually what i'm saying is right because yeah yeah, she is right. We do only have 24 hours in a day. <laughs> that is very true. And honestly, if she left it there, I would have thought, Irrefutable. Fine, fine. Yeah. yeah. You know what? She's right. We yeah. do only have 24 hours in a day. Um, it's this capitalist bullshit. Yeah. And it's such a, like... The problem is why she gets called that trait is it's neoliberal rhetoric yeah. that, like, if you work hard enough for it, if you get your ass up and work, you work. can make it anywhere because I've made it in this world. So, like what does and so she kind of we always forget that she does kind of acknowledge it a tiny bit where she's like i know we have different financial situations and we've all been brought up in different ways but in that she hasn't gone you know like i had a very middle class family and like i was an influence before i went into love island so i was already like five steps ahead she was a pageant queen so she knew modeling she knew like the industry that she wanted to go into because of the family situation that she was brought up in and i think even coming at it from that, yeah, people would have been kinder because it's like, oh, she's she is acknowledging where she's come from yeah. and that that was her platform to be launched off. That's all people want to hear from like yeah. white white privilege perspectives. Yeah. And actually, it's just and it's what the Nepo babies won't do either. Yeah, <laughs> it's and just like, like except for such... Marnie Michaels, <sighs> Marnie from Girls, like routine. What's her actual name? Alison Williams. I think. Yeah. <laughs> recognizes she's an epo baby and i love it and she's not even the main example of an epo no, baby like her dad works in the news like how did that help marnie but i love it um i think beyonce is such a bad example as well because beyonce is such a bad beyonce example did work very hard i don't think there's yeah. any doubt about that but like success didn't come to her immediately like no. that was something that her, you know like family her dad in particular yeah like if you do any kind of research on beyonce's background you'll know that her dad was like like this is what the life is going to be like yeah. for you and they had so many different girl groups before and destiny's she child wasn't initially beyonce she was in destiny's child yeah. so she wasn't this solo act of i am beyonce such a fierce era that we got no, that wasn't no, beyonce no. at like i don't think that was beyonce at like 21 as it was for no i don't think molly so. may like yeah. that, it took time yeah to be at the point where she is now where she's selling yeah. out all these tools and whatnot um but so yeah this i think got criticism quite rightly um because yeah. then we can link it to molly may being announced as creative director is it creative director yeah. of um pretty little thing pretty little thing this is kind of why i had more of an issue with stephen bartlett to have his diary of a ceo mm. and get someone yeah like this on as in like because you do think okay well then she's a ceo right yeah if that's the company you're keeping yeah creative director which fair enough if it was anyone else who's a creative director i'd be like yeah they fit for this podcast that's perfect but i think this is the perfect example of why we don't all have the same 24 hours in a day because she was 22 i think when she became creative director of pretty little thing so young so young do we think she would have got that if she didn't have if she wasn't an influencer if she'd not been on love island absolutely not does she have qualification to be a creative director I don't think she... She hasn't gone to uni. No. 
I don't think she's and done she anything. she have years of experience. Fair enough. No. Like, uni is not necessary if you have years and years of experience Fair. in the industry. Fair enough. How many creative directors are 23? Not None of many. Them. And if they are, many are not doing it successfully exactly. because they don't have the experience. Like, I couldn't go and be a creative director now. I would have to work for years to do that. That's something that's that the would mentality. take time. Yeah. But, and yeah, yeah, it would yeah, take yeah, yeah. me, like, a lot of work. Yeah. But I could still look at someone, like, honestly, I could be working that hard and I could still go and sit in a restaurant and be like, do you know what? I know I'm working equally as hard as a waitress in here. Because, yeah. like, th- uh, there's no point in comparing yourself because, yeah, you You're do doing have two the same 24 jobs, hours yeah. in a day, but, like, you've got completely <laughs> different circumstances. Yes. It's, it's just not worth comparing because at the end of the day... I might be working super hard to become a creative director, but I still might have lovely holidays to take because I'm earning yeah. it however amount, like however much I'm making in my route to creative director. Yeah. So I get lovely holidays to take. Say I'm an influencer. Holidays included in that. Yeah. I get all these nice clothes. People I get are paying you for down. stuff. I get paid the adequate <laughs> yeah. amount for the amount of work I'm doing. Yeah. That's not the normal working conditions. No, and I, I think that's where the biggest issue is. It's just like by reducing it to how you spend your hours Mm. it completely takes it away from the fact that like people have to take on multiple jobs just to survive because like everything's and i mean this was before the cost of living started to like really kick in but like people lost jobs over covid they lost all kind like hospitality industry was completely shuttered it was so to think that she was like i've got here because i deserve to be here because i've worked harder than everybody else that's ever worked a job in their life and it's like no but you're an industry expert in your industry fair enough i will give you are very good at being an influencer you won a reality tv show and you did it really well but you haven't even been an assistant in a fashion company you haven't done any of that kind of stuff to my knowledge yeah so you've leaped over like probably 20 years 15 years worth of creative experience to the top and you're sitting there and you're being like no but i'm exactly where i'm supposed to be yeah this is through hard work that i got here hard work is like putting all your time and energy into that industry if you can make it which is often underpaid and like really elitist and it's who you know who you know and it's so hard to get into these kind of creative industries anyway to just be like no i can't you can't criticize me in, in any kind of respect for this it's just like this is where i'm supposed to be i have completely earned this i deserve this and like I'm just u- utilizing my 24 hours of the day better than like everyone else. Like everybody could do this if they had my mindset. And I feel like it's a, such an insult to everyone, but who specifically <laughs> it's an insult to is the workers in the factory in Le- Leicester for pill. This is the thing, 3p an hour. Th- £3.50 an hour. Oh, sorry, I thought it was 3p. <laughs> 3p an hour. I, I think would, there would be no point paying them anything. <laughs> but even so, £3.50, um, yeah. even if you've got no clue of the currency of this country, um, three pound fifty is well below the minimum wage, and for sixteen well, for people well, under eighteen, yeah, yeah, well below a living wage as well. Yeah. There's no way you can live off that at all. No. Um, so basically, Pretty Little Thing was achieving a thirty-eight percent revenue growth, oh my god, and earning six hundred thirty-six million pounds. Oh the my god, the CEO of Pretty Little Thing is worth billions. Is this um, is this part of the Boohoo Group? Do yeah, they also own, right, okay. Literally um 
And I think that, I could be wrong, but I swear the CEO of Boohoo gave Pretty Little Thing to their son to This is sounding run. familiar, I think that's yeah. correct. So they really worked through their 24 hours in a day to get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so they were earning that much. And then in comparison, there was Pretty Little Thing factories in Leicester where, like we said, they were earning £3.50 an hour. Uh, and the, along with that, their conditions were unethical. Mm. And it was during coronavirus and there was... Mm-hmm. Like, there was an investigation into it and there was inadequate PPE as well. Um, of course there would be. So I think that that is really, you know, I think she should have apologised for what she said, but I think she mm. should have specifically apologised for that. Yeah. Because how has she never recognised that? How has she never recognised... She's never addressed it either. That while she gets paid... I don't know how much she gets paid for um, being creative director of Pretty Little Thing, but I'm, I'm sure it's a lot. I think it'll be like hundreds of thousands yeah, of pounds a year. Thousands. Yeah, while she's getting paid that amount for the amount of work she does, which, you know, it might, even if she was working, let's say at most a 12-hour day, and that probably doesn't happen every day of the week, why does she deserve the amount of money she gets where the people who are in these unethical conditions in a factory only £3.50 an hour? Why is the way she's working more deserving of money than them? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. No, it it really doesn't. I think she should have apologised for that. And made it, or just like addressed it. I, I I don't like that she's never addressed it. Never like, addressed it and just as like breezed past it. And I mean, some people protested it outside of her fashion sh- fashion week show, oh, fa- which fashion, even the fashion <laughs> week, the official fashion week in London. Yeah, they didn't they didn't let them in. They didn't let them in. They were like, like no, it it's just not, not associated. Thing. it is embarrassing isn't it even then even then she had no qualms she had no wavering and you just want there to be a little bit of like what will it take to get through to you and i saw this t- i'm not gonna <laughs> you know? name this person because one i don't know the name i've lost the tiktok but i swear it was a tiktok i saw of someone who works at pretty little thing okay the week um and if it wasn't pretty little thing it was that type of company but i swear it was pretty little thing and it was what they get on the like the, on their payday in the office okay. so they were saying that on a friday they get to come in at 10 and leave at 4 30 they get a shorter day and i was like mm. isn't that lovely um there's someone <laughs> great, coming, for great for you <laughs> there's someone coming around who does massages they get oh all this special God. treatment they have special food on the day <laughs> and i was looking at them and i was like this is this is why she thinks that like yeah what she said is okay because it's some awful like hierarchy thing which is obvious mm. like that is not me saying anything new no but they're doing this work and they're being told that like oh this is such a great company and they can tell everyone it's a great company yeah. because their experience with the company is great it's the same i think it's a lot of um a very similar experience for a lot of people in a corporate situation yeah. as opposed to the people who are like in the factories like think about amazon i think yeah. amazon corporate probably treats their workers so well Literally. i think they all work from home i think they get like all these packages they travel mm-hmm. around the world if you work in an Amazon factory, it Not sounds like same. this dystopian yeah. horror show that's like beeping you and telling you you're not working fast enough and you can't take toilet breaks and you can't unionize and you can't do all these different things. Like, it's so contrasting that yeah. this is like the experience of, oh, but it's a great company because we're treated wonderfully yeah. and I'm flown all over the world. And, and they are treated wonderfully. They are treated wonderfully. <laughs> and is that how they managed to yeah. forget? the way other people are treated like that information is out there yeah. we know that's the case yeah that's not speculation there was an no, investigation it into happens it. yeah and like also if you take into account along with that the impact on the environment well we haven't even touched on that because it's like it's there much. are so many layers of it and it's the fact it's a fast fashion company but it's not just okay so there's fast fashion 
And yep. then there's Boohoo Group Fast Fashion. So it's this monolithic I don't everything. think that it happened to the extent this year, but the year before, so I guess 2021, mm. Black Friday sales um, on yeah. Pixel Thing, things in the last few hours of the day were selling for 5p. They were reduced mm. by about 99%. Madness. What? Like, and again, what? Like, yeah. I, 5p, yeah. that is just the height of fast fashion. Yeah. That's so it doesn't go into a, a landfill incinerator. And you just hear, like, when you actually scratch any part of the surface mm. of what happens, like, even when I think ASOS is also really bad. I mean, they're all bad for it, yeah. but there's something that even if you return items, they, they just bin them. Like, yeah. they don't even resell them because it would take too much time and energy to do that. So it's just bins. Like, it's like, if you are, you know, you're fresh out of university and you've done, like, I don't know, fashion marketing, let's say. It's yeah, that's probably a degree. And you get a job and it's your dream job and it's a pretty little thing and yeah. you literally can't get any other job. Like, am I going to hate on you for getting a job for a pretty little thing? No. no. Like, it, it, it's necessary. Is Molly May being creative director of a pretty little thing necessary? No, not at all. It's like she's gone up to the top and is cracking the whip and it's like my vision for clothing and the future yeah. of clothing is going to be more polyester and more, you know, like... <laughs> it's just i just wish there would be like a tiny bit of interrogation that she does and she doesn't do it she doesn't engage and like yes she is young but then but she's also accepting the paycheck and there's i think in this day and age there's no excuse for not being aware of it because everybody is talking about it and if you've got protesters outside of your fashion show which has been disassociated from like actual fashion week protesters from the same show you were on same yeah that love island guy was there protest because it was multiple people from love island that went whoever organized it she also she does like a baking fast fashion um debunking on tiktok oh my god i love that girl i've completely forgotten what her name is so good i'll try because i i have i liked one of her videos recently we'll see if we can yeah she's so good but she organized it what she organized the protest yeah i was saying the fashion show i was like why did she do that (laughs) i get her name up just while we remember so it's like a really lovely kind of posh name but i can't the other day honestly guys it's just such quick education on fast fashion but it's really smart and the way she does it yeah so well um really really good have a quick look for that while we what what have we got left Oh, um, I've got it. Venetia Lamana? This that, is it. Is that yeah, her? this is a girl. So good. She did one on Skims recently and it yes, was really yeah, yeah. good. Um, I didn't know that they she organized that protest against it. So there's no ex- there's no excuse and there's no acknowledgement of actually <sighs> the contribute like you you've got all this money and influence. Yeah you've backed a horse that isn't ethical <laughs> literally and like i do have sympathy for like the situation she's in at the age she's in is overwhelming but then i think about people like Greta Thunberg, right like, like you know who's been doing it since she was eight years old or whatever literally a child have an understanding of what, like yeah. yes there should be some leeway to make mistakes of course, of course but like no matter what age you are there should be yeah. leeway to make mistakes and i think that's completely different yeah than like claiming that you work so so hard yeah in this situation where the company you work for is one of the worst companies yeah affecting the environment and workers today yeah like it's like the biggest f you to every single garment worker in this country and outsourced in you know the developing world as well yeah 
exactly. So I, simp- yeah. I still have sympathy for her. I still hope she's not having some horrible time because Tommy no, has left her not. to deal with this baby alone. Obviously, I hope. I, d- I mean, I want them. I don't believe in violence a lot of the time, but <laughs> where is this going? <laughs> you just want him to, like somebody oh, to you like knock him by the set- yeah, and shake like, him and just maybe be like- Jake Paul. Maybe this is what the whole fight is. Oh. They get there. Jake, there's no way Jake Paul would ever do this, but he just grabs him by the shoulders. And he's like. Home. You're a dad now. You're a dad. Look after your child. Bambi is waiting for you. <laughs> what a beautiful end to that story that Wouldn't would be. be? They're like, they've been basing each other for years. <laughs> Look, it's definitely point. the opposite scene. Is, it's partially Jake Paul's fault that yeah. he's not staying with this baby. Yeah. Jake Paul was like, come on, baby's born. Come and fight me. Come and, come and push me, my it's little almost face. homoerotic, the fact that... Like, the way they talk to each other, like, mm. I'm so out of any kind of boxing world. Oh, when I they just... do the weigh-ins, though, and they, like, nose-to-nose. What's that about? It's very homoerotic. It's so... It's like, I'm so obsessed with you. And they have you. their tops off, and they're like... Have their tops off, and they're, like, oiled up, mm. and they're squaring up to each other, yeah. and you just think, like... It's just if very you're gonna enemies kiss, to lovers. Just kiss, guys. Literally. Like, come on. Come on, just kiss. Enemies to lovers chic. Um, <laughs> do you have anything else to say on Molly Mae? Just, no, I think we've covered everything. <laughs> no, she, yeah, she's. She, I just can't go with the fact she's younger than me. No, I neither really, can I. That I was don't enjoy that. really baffled me. But I feel <laughs> yeah. like that's kind of, it's come kind of full circle in what we were saying on like Pamela Anderson. I don't think mm. the two are comparable in any way. No, no, no. But it's like this, you know, trying to look at people as people and being like yeah. while i can recognize that she is young and having all that fame power and money in one go must be very overwhelming i don't like the way that she's contributing to the world no and i to don't make, yeah you know we all contribute to the world negatively to some extent and yeah. that is understandable but the extent she's doing it through pretty little thing she doesn't need to work for pretty little thing she really doesn't and if she was going to if she was going to work for pretty little thing she could really try to change yeah. the way they do it really thrive on you know how can we do this sustainably i don't yeah. think there's any way you can change it i don't think there's a way you can you know when people say the only way to change is from the inside i yeah, don't believe that i think that that's not another true. capitalistic myth <laughs> but yeah there's yeah. like maybe if she was doing that i'd be more understanding because that's yeah. maybe the sort of idealistic view you would have yeah early in your career kind of but another example it. i think Courtney Kardashian did it quite recently and that she had a range for some... Was it Boohoo? Something like that. If it wasn't yeah. Boohoo, it was Misguided or Pretty Little Thing or something yeah. like that. In fact, that company that was doing the payday may have been Misguided, but I could be wrong. Mm. I could be Misguided. Um, then they went under, didn't they? Oh, definitely not Misguided. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely Pretty Little Thing. But Courtney Kardashian doing it and she was yeah. saying in it, being like, oh, I'm going to make it more sustainable. It was like, there's no way. You're just taking the paycheck. Yeah. And it's, so that's what I think is interesting about Molly May. She's using the Kardashian playbook, yeah. but in the UK. She is the UK Kardashian. She is the UK Kardashian. And like to have that and when you're 22, 23, it's absolutely overwhelming. She's going to make mistakes, but there could be less profound mistakes made, you know? Yeah. I'm also always surprised about how, how many people in our lives mm. watch her unironically that is the biggest i know because like i because i would be, like people are like yeah no i saw that on her house vlog i'm like what are you talking about are you watching her like, vlogs I, like you know occasionally when she comes up on your instagram and you're like yeah. oh i'll just have a look what's happening and yeah. you see the amount of people you know who've liked it and it's yeah. like what what like i have no hate for people liking molly may no, or enjoy enjoying her enjoy. content absolutely but, she's, but it's she's just such so a surprise to me boring to watch as well. guys come it's on she so doesn't surprising. she's got no somehow despite being an influencer she's got no media training her videos she sits there she doesn't edit them at all it seems like 
and she just like any thought and she gets distracted and she leaves these long courses actually, in I'm just like how have you has no one told you i'm very surprised <laughs> that she's not tried to make more of a move onto tiktok because i think she would do yeah. a lot better on tiktok i agree she, with long the shortest time good. she would do <laughs> yeah. very well um very surprised she hasn't made yeah. that move and we might see it soon but I, I i do think that she will sort of move in the same way that kim kardashian has and that yeah. she kind of is safe from controversy and that it will happen and she'll just keep yeah, moving. floats around it. And yeah, I think that we'll see, probably not soon, but after a bit, I think she'll, I don't think she'll take a political stance. I think she'll be like Kim Kardashian, mm. like that, where she's like, I know that my fan base is too wide yeah. to take a hard political yeah. stance. But I think she'll pick a political cause at some point. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if it was sort of like a greenwashed version of like yeah. environment. You know, like she's like, oh yeah, look at my we new range. We yeah. try something like that, or maybe beige homes. Beige homes, or we're gonna see something. You know, she's gonna become like a mummy vlogger. I situation. really hope not. I think the tide needs to turn against the mummy vloggers. It really should. It's not safe for the children. Vloggers, not just for the yeah. mums. Family vloggers in general. Absolutely. Stop it. Stop but she filming has, your children. I think she covered the, the baby's face in the picture. So. I've seen this baby's face many oh, times shit, now. Really? It's only been in the world like what? a like, week. Like through her Instagram. Her Instagram, his Instagram. Wait, so they didn't cover it? No. Oh, so see the picture I saw was on TikTok and the lovely Somebody TikTok has, has covered it. Right, okay. Sorry, then, I shouldn't this, give that credit to Molly May. <laughs> this is the other thing. So they keep like, the way they were posting about the baby afterwards, it's very sweet. I'm not going to be a bitch about it, but. You can be a bit of a bitch though he was like you're such a wonderful mummy and she's like look at this daddy doing i'm just like i really don't like that please stop calling each other mummy and daddy like i hate it you can do it with when the baby's there like you know when it's little and being like oh look at daddy like that's different i don't need to know that why are you writing and then she's like heart melted when he was just like holding the baby and then must have been like hours before he whisked away and gotta fight now gotta go fight now i honestly think that she would get a lot of support (laughs) if she was quite honest about it and was like i think i think honestly this will probably be the next step like an honest vlog where she's like actually it was really difficult just wait until that that first night when that baby's crying in the middle of the night oh my and he's not there he wouldn't have dealt with it anyway would he no I think he would if I was her no offence to Tommy I would not have trusted him to like deal with the situation I think I would have been watching him like a hawk the whole time I would have been yeah. like okay be careful when you pick it up like, be really careful Tommy though. watch your head really ahead. careful look at the head you're not supporting it you are not supporting that head it's very fragile maybe that's just being like a mother but yeah. a mother um, thank you for listening what are your thoughts on molly may do you even care about molly may yeah is she like <laughs> so weird to me that she is kind of a universal name i know because like she, i don't think she has that much to say also i didn't know that her and tommy came second i thought they won who won that year no clue but i know what? they came second they didn't win no i swear wikipedia told me they came second oh god Did, is that the year that it was danny danny and danny no, there's no way it was danny and danny this year 2019 I no, was it like Moira and who was Moira with in the end? Who's Moira? That Irish one. Moira. Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch it. <laughs> Moira and Curtis. They didn't win, though. No. The... Oh, I know the season now because they then did like a spin-off. Molly Mae, Tommy, and Curtis and Moira, and it was the, win, the boxer though. and the ballerina. I remember that. <laughs> they didn't win. Let's find out who won. And then who we won can end this podcast. Yeah, where it all began. I think I just don't remember who at all. 
2019. Why is it all World Cup? I don't care about the World Cup. Love oh. Island. Did you just randomly type in who won 2019? Yeah. Oh, it was um. Who was it? Amber and I think he was called Greg. Wait, Amber. Amber Gill and Greg. Oh wait, I like her. She's on yeah. TikTok. She was. She was good fun. I didn't know the pair went their separate ways less than five weeks after winning. <laughs> I think she's she's on TikTok. Wait, I swear she's on TikTok now and she's bisexual and she's having a great time. <gasps> I love unless that I'm for thinking her. of someone else. Have you got a picture of her? Yeah, I've I taken, swear I've seen she's on TikTok. on TikTok and she's just oh, having a great time. She keeps fine, having a great time. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. love that for her. I will, I'll show you some of her TikTok. She's <laughs> having a lovely bye time. Um, what a, what, what a nice way to end on. Yeah, very much oh. so. Um, anyway. Yeah, let's know what you think. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you so much. Do you watch Love Island? Do you care about Love Island? Do you care about... Do you watch Molly May? Do you care about Molly May? Do you watch Jake Paul and Tommy Fight? <laughs> <laughs> do you care about that? Let us know your thoughts. Or just don't, but any support is nice, even if it's just listening to us. Hannah just gave me a thumbs up. I That's how nice it was. <laughs> it's nice. Just envision me doing... Also, it was such a weak thumbs up. It wasn't even a full commitment. Half it was like midway up. through. I was like, why am I doing this? Um, but yeah, let us know your thoughts. Thumbs up. Um, <laughs> Have a great week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.